comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hey everybody, welcome to Fear, the Walking Dead podcast. Oh, Walking Dead TV podcast, I'm sorry. Episode 269. See, this is what happens when Russ isn't here. Yep. Things just get out of hand. I mean, there's a llama here in the studio. <laughs> is that what that somebody, smell some, is? Somebody, somebody parked like a, a tar, a highway tarring truck out in front of the place. I mean, there's the, the engines running and nobody's in it. It's just full of tar sitting there. I know what is going on. I mean, there's there's a synagogue full of zombies. Oh wait, no, that's this episode that we're going to talk about tonight. Um. <laughs> What is it, Jer- um, Aaron? Please, um, I, since you probably will get the uh, pronunciation right of the title of the episode more than I would, is it um, Ner Tamid? Ner Tamid, that- yes, that's correct. Ner Tamid. I, I I will say I will preempt this this episode just by just by reminding folks that I am Jewish and it was actually I mean we'll talk about this episode. Oh, I'm so I didn't mean no 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 there. no, no but I, I did want to point it out because it's certainly going to come up in the talking about this episode. Um, but I was. Regardless of my opinion on this episode, I was impressed by the the way they incorporated Judaism into this show. I because I, I, I the second I realized what was going on because you figured out right away when he starts saying uh, the prayer for the wine, I was thinking, oh, this is where we're going with this episode. What what are we getting into here? And I think I mean while Peter Jacobson's character is. Certainly, the most Jewish you could have made him. Um, they don't. There's not like any discrepancies I found in how they present things um, from that angle. So I mean, from from that standpoint, I'm like, okay, power power to you. Fear the Walking Dead. Way to go. Put a bunch of awesome. Jews in. Uh, are they in Texas still? Is that where we are? Or? Yeah, I th- there are Jews. No, I'm, I'm aware. I, I have an aunt and an uncle that live in Texas uh, <laughs> that are Jewish. Um, but. There's at least yeah, it's just like the <laughs> accent is so like it's it, it's like so East Coast Jew, but I guess you could have moved out to Texas before the the the, the apocalypse happened, right? It, it makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, the, the episode begins with the rabbi uh, discovers uh, Charlie hiding in the car outside the temple of Benai Israel. Yeah, we we get a we 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 open with him. He's saying he's saying the he's saying his prayers basically for the night. We get the first shot of like I think the eternal light, which is the, what near to me it represents. And he hears noises and he goes out to investigate. And yeah, he takes down a couple, <laughs> I, which I like seeing because I'm like, oh, this rabbi gets down to business. It's, it's, the, it's not a it's not a this like oh we'll just let him pass or whatever. He's like no, I gotta get rid of this, <laughs> these these walkers. <laughs> he does it. One almost gets them and yeah, then like Charlie opens Charlie right. She uh, yeah. she opens yeah. the door, knocks yeah. one off of him before it gets to him, and a bond is formed. Uh, <laughs> and a, a bond of... is formed. <laughs> um, yeah, she like I said, like we like I mentioned, Charlie's hiding in the car and then outside the temple, and he comes out and uh, you know he says that maybe the uh, light letter here, you know, maybe there's something you need here is is what he says, you know, word mm-hmm. for word. Um. Wow, very subtle, right? Uh, maybe you're here because you're probably going to find it. And what are the odds? Because there was something she needed. Uh, um, so when uh, the car battery that charged the light ran out, she radioed uh, John and June to bring spares and to check out their new address. Yeah, so we get like a... <laughs> We get an idea of what's going on, I guess. Some for some reason, Charlie ran away, right? Right. Um, right. And we 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 like check in with John and everybody else, and um, you know they're they're dealing they're dealing with their own thing. But yeah, we're mainly focused on Charlie and the uh, and the rabbi, and yeah, he has this whole like battery set up and the right. call up, and like you said, so it's and there was also like a gap in mm-hmm. his fence, yeah, right. 
the Zelaya oil walkers in, and then you know she's um, offers, you know, hey, we can fix it, no, no problem. So, yeah, my my first, this my oh, sorry, go ahead, Jim. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm, well, no, we haven't gotten to the plot point yet that's bothering me. So go ahead. <laughs> well, I may have been spoiling it for you then, because I was gonna say is if they were looking or her anyway, was looking for a perma-home or a semi-perma-home, and a big one that you could keep safe, they just left the mall. It, I, there's so much about this episode that makes so little sense to me, the way they're driving around everything. Um, so, but that was... That just, the, can I just ask? But was is, that the plot point you were talking about, Jim? Because to me, that just makes zero sense what she's doing. <laughs> I don't. I didn't understand why, oh, where, or why she got there unless she like got in trouble or something and ran away. I mean, I didn't. I didn't understand why she was hiding in the car to begin with. I guess. I I, I didn't either. I mean, or, later we find out. But yeah, yeah. But I, so I just kept thinking, like, did I miss something in an episode? You know, because. You know, like like Aaron ad- admitted a couple episodes ago. Sometimes I'm doing other stuff while I'm watching the episode. I, uh, yeah, I was like, did I miss a did I miss a beat somewhere? Yeah. You know? I'll, I'll I'll add that I don't disagree as far as the kind of randomness. Uh, at the same time, I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know if I needed like a ten minute prologue of Charlie being like I'm so disillusioned with the current setup and I need to like run away. It's like all right, you just drop her into an episode. Like I haven't seen this. We drop her. We drop her into this episode. And it's like all right, that's where she is. Why? Well, I guess we'll kind right. of figure it out. I'm not saying it's the best of choices or what have you, but as far as things that bothered me here, it's like all, all right. Well, I mean, here's a question. If we're, if, we're getting, if we're getting if we're getting a reason to to kind of get into this world. You're getting to this kind of idea for an episode. Sure, you just drop a character in and like kind of work backwards to explain why it's happening. As far as Rich, you mentioned like the ball. It's like, I mean, that's another episode. That's almost that's two episodes ago at this point. So I'm not like, I can't blame this episode for them not establishing why the mall didn't work. Well, uh, no, I agree, and I mean, I, and one positive thing I have to say is I, I commend Fear the Walking Dead on employing this. Game of Thrones season eight writers after they were through, um, because obviously this is just a mess of a back half of the season. I am not happy with it at all, and I keep trying to find positive things. And I mean, there are things in this very episode that I really, really was amused by or I liked, but overall it was so bad. And I mean, we'll get to the Gabriel 2.0 of it later, but I mean, it makes zero sense of her motivation the fact that she would run away like that. And then there's another thing that comes up here in a minute. Well, I'll wait till it comes up that I'm either don't remember something from last season or there's a big plot hole that I missed, but we'll, I'll cover that when we get to it. And I just, I, I, I just want to make clear. I don't think it bothered me as much as it bothered rich, but I was, but I did have that feeling while I was watching it that I'd missed something. You know what I mean? I wasn't, I wasn't put off by it. But I was just like, it just made me question my own remembrance of the. I yeah. guess I, I mean I I'm, again. I'm not saying it's flawless. I guess I'm just like this show no, seems no, th- this. It's more, you know it's more of a statement of how much like TV I try to watch in a Fair week. Fair enough. I, I just for, for nothing gone and I, stuff. For and, this, uh, than, than it is. For I guess show, I, I'm just you know? looking at this as this show especially compared to Walking Dead Prime or just other like dramas of this nature it seems it, like ones that have like an established continuity this show seems a lot more episodic on purpose where i don't i don't yeah. need to have watched last week's episode to entirely understand this week's episode the no, recap, and i agree the, with that the, the, the i kind of like that but. the recap will do the recap and says so like all right you have a, an idea of things and you're just kind of dropped into this one i i, I, I just so so far where we are the show i'm not like thinking well this is bad mainly because Yes, the fact that we're following a rabbi is like, well, that's interesting to me. I have not seen that before in something like this. Like, it's, it's very rare that you get a very, uh, you know, Judaism-focused episode of something in a supernatural environment. So it's, it's like this is well, this is refreshing in some way. Here are some questions the, I have from this episode, and we don't answer them now. We'll answer them at the end. But I mean, one, porn. one, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I got that. <laughs> is is one, what? Since joining this group, has Charlie contributed 
other than trouble. Um, two, how does the rabbi's revelations in the third act or the things he reveals, they counter they counter how we're informed of his character at the beginning and i think they meant to have some kind of a little twist there but it just made zero sense to me and then lastly is what exactly moved our back half of the season plot along in this episode what did this thing actually do what did we learn what 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 was this episode so those are the questions i have because i don't have answers for those well, we'll get there. I do yeah. think there's an interesting thing they try to explore. I'm not going to say they're entirely successful, but I do think there there's there's more to this than I I get in certain episodes of this show. So, and you know, God, and I'm glad you mentioned Peter Jacobson mm-hmm. because I mean he's been in literally every house. <laughs> like such a familiar what face. police captain is he? Uh, he's like the captain in something of recently that I watch. Special victims. No, I don't watch any of the Dick Wolf stuff. Uh, there's some I, other. <laughs> he was in. He's uh, on Ray Donovan for the a while. The only NCIS uh, I don't watch is Los Angeles, and apparently oh. he was in that recently. He's on the, the American. American. That's what I'm thinking of. The Americans. Thank you, Jim. I was like, I know there's, there's yeah, something. Yeah. I was gonna say, how can you forget? He was on 12 episodes. Yeah, he was. I, the, he was the new um, like. He what? No, Emmerich's care. He watched. He was like the new like head because they. What they? It was a, what's his name? John Boy from the Waltons. He was the he was the old one. Yeah. And he died. Um, so yeah, that, that's when they brought right. in Peter Jacobson's character. The Waltons is a show <laughs> existed way back when for, for listeners. The Waltons. <laughs> wow, that's one of the shows I was only allowed to watch growing up. That Little House on the he Prairie. Was on House. That's right. He was on. He was one of the regulars on House. Doctor Taub. That's where I know him mostly from. His House. So, because yeah. him and Olivia Wilde joined it at the same time. I, I was spotty on it. I didn't watch, like, all of House, so, like, it, it doesn't jump right to mind for me. But, yeah. I love yeah. that show. I mean, it's, it's cool that they keep snapping up, like, these, uh, you know, like, character actor go-tos, you know, like Mo, Mo Collins and, uh, you mm-hmm. know, um, Garrett Delahunt and stuff. And now, and now, and Mo Collins was I, great I, 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 this episode. And, was... and Jewish, apparently, now. <laughs> Yeah, her last name is Rabinowitz. <laughs> yeah. Um, John and June show up in the SWAT van. Uh, John tries hunting Yamulka, but he still looked goyish, Jacob said. Kind of like the Pope. So, John just puts his steps in right that on top. Fi- that, that made me laugh so hard. That was a, a good like, moment. How do I look? He says goyish, <laughs> like that made me laugh because it's just it's it's like yeah, you you look like a cowboy who happens to have a yarmulke on. And I'm like okay, so, <laughs> and he put the hat on top of it. I hope it's always there now. I hope that's a thing. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, he takes off the hat, but like the yarmulke's there. That bullet, that bullet, that bullet just grazed my head, but <laughs> my yarmulke hadn't been under there, I would have been dead. The radiation didn't get through because of my lead-lined yarmulke. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, genius! Yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Um, meanwhile, June comes in and uh, kind of talks to Charlie about a lot of reasons the temple's not a good idea for their new HQ. And then uh, Charlie explains that she ran away because she didn't want to live anymore like she had with the vultures. And you know, June is insisting, well, it's a totally different situation. It had gone bad. This is my question. And this is what I was talking about is, did I... So her and June ran together in the vultures. June used to run with the vultures. Am I remembering something or not remembering something? Yeah. I didn't remember her being a part of the vultures. That was when she had a different yeah. name too. That was like the whole like when they were doing the flashback, flash and flashback and flash forwards in the previous season. Like that's how they rediscovered her because she was like running that's with That's right. Them. Okay. Yeah. Now okay. You're right. Yeah, so she and was that, on like. That's what I was having. I was like, I cannot remember the two of them running together with the vultures. I mean, yeah, we weren't seeing them go on like covert yeah. op missions, but I mean, yeah, okay. that, that was like big thing about it. Like, is there we like we just it's it's so much to there's so much to explain <laughs> that I think covert the, the, yeah the, the listeners already are well aware. I'm sure. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for that. Yeah, one. no, I'm I'm good now. I just this, yeah. that was a big hole for me. I was like, I don't remember them running together. That was like so, one of the reveals because well, like in the flash forward when Morgan had met John at that point, they get captured by what like Strand and his people, and they eventually meet up with yeah, the Vultures. I remember and, now. Like, like yeah, one of the big reveals is like that 
that June is there, and then yeah. like John gets shot, right? And like John gets shot during the whole mm-hmm. scuffle they have. Like, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, that's old. I remember it all now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> then he has to dive in. See if there had been cake involved. I would have remembered the cake. He would have been able to quote the episode yeah. word for word. I promise you that. Um, so they they go, they're going back and forth about it. Um, Charlie says, you know, I thought the same thing then when I was with the vultures that it was a different situation. Um, we go back to the convoy, and Sarah is kind of flirting with Dwight. Uh huh. Um, just a little bit there, and then they uh, spot Logan. Baby again. face, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah baby face. So, like, she looks at him just like, like a little too long, right? Um, they, they spot uh, Logan's gang approaching. Uh, they bring the SWAT van up, and radio and Sarah radios John and June, interrupting their argument with Charlie over whether the convoy could convert, so to speak. Um, just as uh, John and June take off, Jacob's fence collapses, and it's a horde of walkers, but it turns out he's also his congregation. Mm-hmm. He explains that when they run low on rations, uh, he'd gone on a supply run, only to find they'd all turned by the time he got back. I, I, I will say, now you mentioned Gabriel, and obviously yeah. now obviously it's going to evoke that because it's a situation where you have a religious leader who had to deal with the fact that his congregation turned into walkers. But there is a very key difference in that this man is not a coward. Like, that was a big part of Gabriel's thing. Like, he, he's, Gabriel locked himself oh, away from everyone. At this point in the episode, you are correct. Mm-hmm. What we learn later in the episode makes him Gabriel 2.0. I understand that, but like, just, but the... In seeing that at this point in the episode, I'm like, well, that's int- that, that, that that's what I'm going to get to as far as yes, why where the kind of flaw comes in to some degree. But like it, the announcement of this is like okay, because I'm already getting that vibe as far as what's going to be the big deal here, because obviously we know something's up. Like he's the rabbi is already like yeah. You see, he said the uh, he, he he said the prayer for the walkers outside the door at one point. Like he's giving us hints of like something's going on here, which makes sense because why yeah. else would he all by himself or what have you? I do have a question for you, Aaron. Yeah, and it's only because of something he mentioned. Some I don't even know where it's at in the episode, but is there something about bullets and Jews shooting or no? Because no. where he talks about no, I can't use bullets on them. I was like, well, why not? And I thought maybe there was a religious reason. I, I mean, maybe he doesn't roll on the Shabbos. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know what the. <laughs> it, okay, it, Walter. I, I think it, it might be some. Okay, I don't, I don't know. Because I, don't know, cause I had. Because I also wondered, didn't he shoot one at the beginning of the episode? Yeah, but I don't yeah. think that was one of the ones. That was one that came through the fence, not one that came out of his congregation. Then that's the best. Yeah, that's the best it, I can I think. You, yeah, that's, I can, the best I can think is that he didn't want to use bullets on his own congregation. Like it is. That's what I. That's what I gathered from it. Just that they were, these were the people. Just more, yeah, the morality of the situation. But, but, lock and he couldn't bring himself to. Do but it. he'll shove a bayonet through their head. I mean, well, I think there's something more <laughs> humane, if you want to put it that way, about that process com- comparatively. Even then, he was still hesitant to kill them to begin with. Was, but I mean. You see what I'm saying, though, right? Well, I mean, yeah, they probably did have the APSCA, whatever they're called, um, there, you know, watching how they handle zombies. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure they're a humane treatment of the undead. Sure. I mean, come on. <laughs> but no, I mean, specifically in terms of, like, <laughs> the, the Torah didn't keep in mind um, semi-automatic weapons, so I don't think that's much of a... I remember the Jews are warriors. Look at like the Maccabees. <laughs> Find out some tough shit. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> um, John and June still had to go try to save uh, Sarah and Dwight, who'd broken away from the convoy with the tanker. Um, but uh, the lovebirds only make it as far as the fence before winding up trapped on top of a car surrounded by walkers. And might I say a classic positioning, you know, <laughs> on top of a car, surrounded by yeah. walkers. I mean, we've seen that several this times. This latter thing, <laughs> it's... It, Zombies can't handle that. Yeah. It, it, it's, they have a much better, they have much better experience, just the two of them, in how to navigate their way through some a situation like this, yeah. that it just made zero 
absolute zero sense to me that they decided to try this, you know, the flying Grayson's type trick across the parking lot. It's like, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah. I uh, do a lot of stretching of the imagination to be like John and what they'd like, they would get stuck in this scenario. <laughs> like, okay. And also why not? If, why not? If, I don't know about <laughs> Jewish ritual and stuff, but I'm sure there are bells in that church somewhere that they could, or synagogue or whatever, that they could lower down over the side so that Charlie and the rabbi could sit there with the bells on a rope making noise while the other, while John and June do their daring escape or whatever. I mean, it just didn't make any sense. There was no strategy in this at all. I won't argue that there's certainly other ways they probably could have got out of the situation. I will say synagogues don't tend to have bells. I'll just put that. Okay, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I know. No, I, know I, I know. I, I didn't I, know. I, it's, I yeah. just was. Just, but I mean, there must be. I mean, we find out with the ram's horn later. But I don't know. That I would have thought he, he of that. He could have used the shofar a lot earlier. I certainly agree with that. Like it's like that seems like a you know you just go downstairs the and grab the, the show the shofar. That's the ram's horn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he could have grabbed that pretty early on, I would say, but that didn't happen for whatever reason. <laughs> Well, no, and I get not thinking of that. I'm just saying that there was the two of them just up there gawking at John, like they're watching Frogger unfold. It's like, come on, no, I, I do mean, something. That's, well, that's not, I mean, I'm thinking like this guy. He's it's not like he's it's not he's not new. Like he's not his first day on the in the synagogue with zombies. Right. Like I, I imagine using a horn is a pretty useful tactical situation that he's probably True. come across before. Is like you could have thought of that, like. That's that's not an item that you have to wait on. Like it's that's not a, you know, you know, you don't need to wait till Rosh Hashanah to be like, okay, it's time to use the shofar. Like you can huh. use it whenever. I have one. <laughs> so. Oh wow. Uh, the uh, June suggested Charlie uh, that she handle the situation the way Mel would have, and it kind of is uh, triggering for the team, and then to get her on board, Jacob admits. He hadn't left his congregation to get supplies. He left because he had lost faith. And he and he uh, still doesn't believe that there is a God. Yet, well, he says he says I'm alive because I didn't believe yeah. in God. See, it's I wish it wasn't too complicated by other things, such as making him kind of a Gabriel, like Gabriel Gabriel type character again, because the idea of this man being stuck in this situation and has a big challenge of faith. Yes, that's similar to Gabriel as well, but this mo- this show's actually exploring that a bit more, just in this episode alone, as far as where that's taking him. So I'm like, yeah, this is good stuff. Give me, let me, no, let yeah. me hear this out, like, because I want to know what the, what's going on here. When I say Gabriel 2.0, I, I, I mean, yes, they really borrowed on that storyline a lot, but I actually agree. With, I, I think that this was a little bit done, done a little bit better than they did with Gabriel. I, I don't know if we go back and listen to the podcast from back when oh, yeah, we were not, happened, we were not fans on, of, I did not like that at all. And this, I, plus I, it took them like, well, didn't it take them like three or four episodes to resolve that? It took that long to resolve like, it. And then it, 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 it took it? like yeah. a season and a half to get us to be like on board with this guy. Like yeah. I'm already yeah. on board. Like regardless of the episode, I'm on board with the rabbi. Like exactly. he's a cool character. Like, like, I love, cool. I love Gabriel. But it took me yeah, now. two <laughs> to three seasons yeah. to love Gabriel. I do like. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt either that I know this actor and I'd like this actor a lot. But regardless, they were able to at least get me to latch onto this character in one episode versus two, three seasons with Gabriel. But what makes no sense to me is, and he even explains. It, he's like, "Well, it's all I had. It's just habit, ritual." But why would you I, it it just doesn't inform the way his character was in the first part of the episode with Charlie where he I, yeah, there's, I, there's not enough like backtracking or whatever you want to call it to like really round out this episode as far as the actions we've seen each of these characters yeah. take so you're like you're sitting there thinking like you're saying essentially that yeah like did you miss something because it does feel like we're right. The third act a, doesn't feel connected to the first act. Correct? Yeah, it's like if there's an extended version of this episode, and God help me, do I need extended episodes of this show? But like, I, <laughs> like if there's if there's a longer cut that like kind of gives you a bit more of that glue to hold this together, it seems like it could be there, and it makes me wonder because this, <laughs> are we just are they just treating fear as like a kind of a throwaway at this point? Because there's some glaring errors in that regard as far as 
like things like where everybody is, I the geography of this. If we thought the Walking Dead geography was messed up, like I don't know, oh, where, yeah. I don't know where anybody is in this thing, especially because they have trucks all the oh, time. I'm like, and, where is everybody in the show? And the way they're the way they're able to show up with a SWAT van, like in yeah. a minute, you know what I mean? Like in no time at all. Superheroes get there. And, well, I'm just. <laughs> Oh, I'm with Plus, you. I mean, Rich, Rich made a good point earlier about the continuity from the other episodes. Like, what, what's going on with, you know, with the ball? What's going on with, you know, all the other things? We, I mean, I get this is kind of like a, a one-off uh-huh. episode, right. and, that's, and that's fine. You know, and I'm totally kids. cool with the one and done them. Like, but I'm just like, they, I don't know, it just seemed like kind of off by itself and kind of disjointed. Not only in the third act, like you said, but also just from the rest of the thing. And the thing, the little things, I know the little nitpicks or whatever, but like, you know, oh, we're here. Hey, you know, 20 miles away, five minutes now, you know, five minutes later, we're there. You know, it's just, I just, I don't know. It's, it's, I understand they have to pace toward Logan and everything that's going on with that. And they can right. rush to it. But, I mean, that's, but, I but, um, and, and, and I, I like this version of Gabriel better than the original just because, um, it, like you said, Rich, it was all in one episode rather than stretched out over, you know, a season. I, I think, like, so. for all the, because I know we've done a lot of complimenting on some of the character work throughout this season. Like, I, as much as we might have issues with some of the plot elements, I do think the character stuff and the acting in general has been quite strong, even if we, even if oh, we've yeah. taken a few shortcuts here or there, like we talked about with, like, Alicia last week. I've as far enjoyed as, almost every character. Yeah, I like, really it, have. and so I'm saying, as, as good as that stuff seems to be, I do think beyond just having Logan as a presence, there's not much of a through line as far as where this is going right now. And, I have a theory. And I, and I, for, from my perspective, I would oh. say I, I can be excited to a point about not knowing where it's going as far as that's exciting to, that's a way to get me invested to some degree. I'm like, I don't have an out, I don't have a, I don't have an end point on this. And I, I think I praise that aspect, but there's also, <clears throat> excuse me. There's also a point where I need to have a little bit more than just like there's the villain yeah. lurking some and like right, somewhere because well, he's like he's everywhere. Like, given, they've given us they've given us a lot of sizzle with Logan and very little. Sizzle. Can I float a theory for you, gentlemen? Let sure. me float a little theory. And the listeners, if you guys want to weigh in on Facebook on this, because like I, I I was thinking about this just before we went on to record. So remembering back to Rick's last part of Walking Dead. And the whole thing with Jadis and the the whatever helicopter group needing her to find an alpha or a beta or whatever. I'm wondering if this group, because I think that it's connected throughout both shows in a way. I'm wondering if at some point early on in this apocalypse, they didn't like give a they they put their group together, but then they didn't put out like some sort of a scavenger list, a list of things that you can get for them that will get you into their group. Jadis had certain things she had to collect before she could go with them. And I'm wondering if Logan is having to collect gasoline for them to join their group. Just a theory. I wouldn't be surprised if he is involved in the whatever Pete that the involved with Thanos, but I mean <laughs> we'll see. Specter, Specter, that's better. Specter, yeah. crystal special appearance by Christoph yeah. Waltz and, the, and a cat. Um. Yeah, <laughs> but I am the architect of your. But I, I, um, I, I don't disagree. I, I don't know what the overall. That's a that's a good way to think of it. As far as yes, yeah, what if big. both shows are leading towards whatever this movie's going to be, and it's oh, yeah, all it has connected to, all. to that. Yeah, so. and that that's for another podcast that you do, guys, on the the network. <laughs> it's all connected, uh, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, Charlie hatches the plan. Has Jacob go in and blow the shofar? Leads the walkers away from John and June and into the temple, where they soon put out the light. Ooh, symbolism. Now, help me. What does that light going out mean? Well, it's just it's supposed to be an eternal light. Um, which is what he, which is why he wanted the batteries to begin with. It's supposed oh. to be just. It's just more. It's rep. It's just more representative of like keeping keeping the light going, keeping the light. You know, good to you know, represent like God's will, what have you. Just. Oh, okay. It's something symbolic more than anything else, but then, I mean, it goes out because he's getting out of there. He's coming to terms with the Because are they all electric in synagogues now? Or I, I imagine at one time they had oil. Yes. Land. I, mean, I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Him freaking out over the batteries dying is—is is there not, you know, somewhere in that synagogue a thing that he could light an oil lamp? You know, I don't know. I Again, mean, I don't know anything about that stuff. I'm just saying. No, it. but at the same time, he could have just not had any oil. <laughs> I mean, That's true. I don't have an oil may, lamp to you. May, well, it. I he don't seems know. pretty resourceful. He has a vineyard I'm going, so maybe he was also yeah. digging a well for oil, but it just didn't. You know, oh, there it you is go. Texas. There you go. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's in Texas. So. Uh, Sarah and Dwight running from Logan's Dick Squad. Um, they received a call from Raleigh, the guy, the uh, the savior, given a ch- second chance to in uh, 210 words a minute. Um, Sarah and Dwight run out of gas. This is where I thought that maybe Dwight's act of kindness was paying off because when the truck stopped, but they didn't get out, I thought, wait a minute, are they coming to actually help them? Did he turn this guy around and maybe he turned others around? But no. No, no he's a dick. <laughs> this ain't bottomless mimosas, she tells Babyface. Yeah. <laughs> um. Even though they were in a tanker, they weren't uh, that attached. It wasn't that attached to their tank. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You generally don't have it attached, do you? You could. I mean, you have it. I mean, you're in a situation where you kind of need the gas. I mean, see, see Fury Road. Yeah. I'm going to refer you to the movie. Good point. Never mind. I retract. <laughs> uh, Dwight's like, you know, well, it's fun driving or fun riding with you. <laughs> Logan's people surround them, surround them, and then they drive off. What was the Logan goal? Like, just to, like, I don't know. I, uh, I, 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 well, we figure it out. Like, I'm a, we I'm, figure it out here in a minute. To a degree. Do we? Do we? Do we though? Do we really so though? Logan. Watch the tapes. On the tapes that yeah. some of them were done where the oil fields are at, he figured out where they're at. Then they had them chase off uh, the convoy uh, as far away from there as possible so they could go in and take the oil fields. Am I wrong? I that, that's what I took from it. No, you're not. Yeah, you're right. It's just more. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. And I have to, like, be invested in, like, are these characters going to die? I don't know what's happening at the same oh, time. Oh, no, I agree. It was yeah. kind of poorly executed. I'm just saying that that was the that's what Logan's plan was, right? Yes. I, yes. From Get them far away so he could do Logan's run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you go. Then the SWAT van comes in and saves oh, the day. Wow. So. That's right. John and June arrive in the SWAT Here van. they come oh, wow. to save the day. Um, later on, June blames himself for Charlie running off. Uh, How about blaming Charlie but, for Charlie running off, or blaming her for this entire nonsense that happened this episode, or blaming her for Nick dying, or blaming her for all the other dumb, stupid things that she has caused? It's a dumb child. Put her with the other kids back in the oil field. I blame Carl. You know, I really hate it when you just pussy foot around and don't tell us how you really feel. I'm sorry. Please. I'm trying to, you know, be sensitive. <laughs> Please enlighten yeah. me. She's got, she's got Carl level of field experience. She was a spy. Oh, she could probably take Carl at the same age. Yeah, probably. I mean, she did not. She also wasn't like a little sociopath. <laughs> so, like, really, right. that's your standard of quality for kids in this apocalypse? Is Carl? Carl well, Grimes? The Carl When you have to, when you have to mention, when you have to mention apocalypse, yes, Carl is the is the the middle point. You, measure, either, you measure them. You measure them in yeah. Carl. Oh, okay. You mentioned and Carl. I'd say Charlie is probably what about two point. Yeah, two point three. Carl sounds about right. Two point four in a good that day. About How many Carls was? Yeah, Carl? yeah. Alina was a solid three Carls. I mean, she was actually becoming yeah. a, easily, easily. She was doing some. Med- she she learned her medical research to become like a field nurse. Like that's but good. It, she was three took, three times as useful. Yeah. As ah, okay, mm. makes sense. It's not just battle prowess. It's, it's general not useful knowledge. Yeah. I still think she could have taken uh, him in a fight. And anyway, then Henry is definitely a half a Carl. Right? Oh yeah, Henry's half a Carl. Okay. Yeah, like a point, like point four eight. That kid's Carl. popping up in things. <laughs> by the way, that kid that played Henry. Is it Henry? 
Oh, oh really? What's his name? I gotta find it. I'll find it somewhere. He keeps talking. I can't remember the actor. I can't remember. What about uh, Mika um, and Brzezinski or whatever the kids that looked at the flowers? Brzezinski. I don't know. <laughs> Brzezinski. Just. Well, the the one the one psycho kid is obviously at least three Carl. You think? Wow. Well, she could totally take Carl well, out while he was true. sleeping, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. She's way more than the ruthlessness, man. She would not have any qualms. Her friend, though, I, I think I said put her in even. She's very impressionable and uh, and suggestible. So maybe one point five Carl. Okay. But the one, yeah, truly psychotic girl who looked at the flowers. Oh yeah. Definitely. Oh Henry. Right, way over on the Carl. Oh Henry was. Uh, yeah, he was pretty low. I'm thinking of a different kid. <laughs> Henry is whatever. What about Toby? What about Toby? Toby. Oh, Toby's like Toby's probably the leader of this whole secret helicopter organization. He's exactly. Like, yeah, he, he, he <laughs> whatever the like the upscale conversion is from Carl's to like to Mega, Rick's like or whatever. You got Godzilla, like. <laughs> you got Mega Godzilla, you yeah. got Mega Carl equals one Toby. No, the best thing that could happen in like a season finale of this show or like in the movie is like Rick walks, <laughs> like Rick gets off the helicopter, he's blindfolded and bound, and they like shove him into a dark room. The lights come on, and a chair swivels around, and it's Toby sitting there, and it's like, hello, Rick. <laughs> you know what you just did, Aaron? He's, you just sold me a movie I'm, exactly. I'm going to watch that. <laughs> Express mathematically as Carl to the Carl Power, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of Ron. Uh, Ron. It was there was Major Dodson. That was the younger kid, and there was Ron. Ron's the one that shot Carl in the face. Oh yeah. Remember right. when they were, remember they like put the trash bags on themselves in the in the Alexandria. Yep. They're trying to get through the town, and yep. Ron was like the troublemaker yep. kid. He was the bad one. He's been yep. a lot. Of, he was just in scary stories to tell in the dark, among other things. That's, that's what, a great movie. That's great a, movie. As some would say, it's a cinematic page turner. Is that what you said? That's, that's, that, that's the poll quote they went for. <laughs> Was that the poll quote? And then they, misspelled my, they misspelled my name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know. They added like like seven letters or something. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you uh, got a poll quote. I was like, yeah, I got this, a, yeah, I got a poll quote for Wizard Stories. Who is this Aaron Newart? Who is this Aaron Newartstein? On their Instagram or their Facebook page, they put me on there. I'm like, oh, cool. I did not know that was happening. And then they misspelled my name. I'm like, all right, half points. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, really, really, well, not really, really got it bad too. Like, not just a letter off or something. It was, it was pretty mangled. Um, and he's on, and that kid's on the Americans. Just to bring it back to this, Ron, he was on the Americans too. He's in like the last season. <laughs> it's like a cuck, essentially. It all goes back. Exactly, Americans. Americans is key here, guys. I still have never watched an episode <laughs> of that show. Well, one. Oh, it's all, it's all on Amazon. Oh, I, I will at some point. Stop. You should get it before it ends up on Disney Plus. Well, I guess it'll end up on Disney Plus. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> we still have an episode to do here. We're almost done. Then we can talk about other stuff. <laughs> like I said, June was blaming herself for Charlie running away. But uh, she thinks, you know, maybe she was wrong to hold out for the best home ever that might not exist. But And then Jacob says, but that's faith. And then she he hits it off with Sarah. Uh, his last name turns out to be Rabinowitz, as we mess it. June is like, uh, we'll, we'll keep driving, we'll keep helping, we'll find the place we're meant to be. That was some of the... I don't know what to say to that. It was just kind of like... The mall! It seemed a little... I mean, the mall <laughs> could have been compromised. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, little ratty mall. It would have been just as... I don't know. There... So as the as the episode ended with uh, the twi- we find out in the twist is that Logan had already discovered the location of Clayton's oil fields through Al's tapes, and that's why they hadn't fought for the tanker. Yeah. Right. Uh, Logan says, "Hang on to your hat, Doris. We're about to buy ourselves a ticket to the promised land." Next episode, Logan's Run, and the spinoff, Logan and Doris on the road. <laughs> So that was the episode. Yeah. Yay. Uh, yeah, we have Toby ratings here. Please, your enthusiasm is infectious. <laughs> well, but don't we need to talk um, about our wonderful sponsor before we give Toby ratings? Oh, yeah, we could do that, too. DCBService.com. That's D-C, the letter D, the letter C, the letter B, the word service, all is one word, dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, 50% off. 
DC and Marvel hardcovers and trade papers. Did you say 50% off? That's half off. That's cheaper than Amazon, people. And you're not giving your money to Jeff Bezos to build his giant space rocket to move to the moon. You're giving money to a small business of people who treat you right, give you good customer service, great prices, and great deals. Um, the, oh, this is a very nice addition. You, you may have heard of the movie uh, Black Panther. Heard of it. Uh, very popular. Very popular uh, with the young people. And that's the one with Walking Dead's Denai um, Guerrera in it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is. It is. Avenger, it is Avengers Endgame's Denai Guerrera. <laughs> yeah. Um, this beautiful hardcover, Visions of Wakanda. Wakanda Forever. Um, it's like a, it looks like a giant coffee table book that kind of has the whole history of the Panther, uh, the, the story of, you know, the stories of Wakanda, some of the best stories in the Panther, Panther's uh, uh, comics back in the day. Normally cost you thirty bones. This would be a great gift for somebody. Fifteen bucks, fifty percent off, people. That's a beautiful volume if you're a fan. If you're a fan of Wakanda Forever and whatnot, um, you can spend hours and hours looking through uh, all the great stuff at DCB Service. Uh, they always have a lot of great stuff on special. Twenty, thirty, forty, sometimes fifty percent off. Um, it's really, really great deals. Really great stuff, and not just comics and graphic novels. I'm looking right now at this incredible Pennywise Jack in the Box. Um, it just looks all weathered and beat up like an old school Jack in the Box, and then out pops Pennywise. <laughs> and it, it's, it's really yeah, That's what exactly. he does. <laughs> he does do that. He does. That is 25 percent off, only 37.49 right now. Uh, it's sculpted by Rocco Tartamella, and it is excellent looking if you're into that movie or whatever. But they have collectibles. They have T-shirts. They have action figures and statues and uh, you know, gaming supplies and uh, collectible card gaming supplies and they bundle stuff up and they have all kinds of specials. I, you know, All of your gift-giving holidays are coming up in just a few months, people. And they get the best deals. I'll oh. say they still have the pre-order for August open. I imagine today or tomorrow might be the last of that. So if you want to get any of the August pre-orders, you want to get on it now. Um, and then September should be starting anytime this week. Yep. And uh, as I said, you know, if you have a, uh, somebody of geeky persuasion on your uh, shopping list, this is a great way to find them something uh, at a good price that would be really cool and that they would love. So uh, head on over to DCB Service and their sister site uh, in stocktrades.com and look for yourself. Check out all this cool stuff. I am trying, I'm looking at the site right now, trying really hard not to go down this rabbit hole of these cool Godzilla. Uh, vinyl. <laughs> Funny, I'm sitting here messaging out. those to Aaron right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have on sale really, really cool stuff. I love this Doctor Strange uh, FX uh, they call uh, statue too. That's twenty five percent off. But yeah, DCB service. Check them out. Uh, save some money. Get some cool stuff. Uh, thank you for sponsoring us. We always appreciate it greatly. And so now that we have gotten our our fair and wonderful sponsor out of the way, what did you guys give? this episode. I'm going to go first with Rich. Well, as you can tell, I wasn't overly thrilled with this episode, but there were a lot of little fun moments, and there were some, you know, it wasn't all bad, it just was, I think you said earlier, Jim, disjointed, or it just didn't fit together. There was a lot that just, it. not that it didn't make sense, it just didn't, the logic didn't flow for the episode for me. I really like Peter Jacobson. I like the character, like we said earlier, you know, I, d- despite my problems with the writing, I think that his character came off really well. I, I look forward to him joining the show, um, even though I consistently mix him up with Tony Shalhoub. Uh, we'll throw back to last week's episode. <laughs> wow. I don't know why I always mix the two of them up. But anyway, um, Lots of little funny moments, like I said, but all in all, I, 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 I asked at the beginning, I, I still don't feel where, where did this advance the plot for the season? Where have we, where did, where did we get to this? What good is Charlie? Should have just left her at the temple. And I, 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 I just, I don't feel we have a purpose. There is a lot of great character moments, but you got to have something you're building towards or building around. And I just feel like we're aimlessly wandering in the desert. So to me, Hey, we keep, we keep moving. We keep driving. We keep helping. 
We'll find out where we need to go. I mean, I don't know. Maybe uh, Rabbi Kessner's going to inform them it's going to take them, you know, 40 years wandering before they find them. I don't know. It just makes... It just gives me a purpose. I don't feel like this show has a purpose anymore. And this episode did nothing to help that. And um, I will say with those little moments, I'll give it two Tobys out of five. Aaron. Well, I like it more than that. I like it in general. I think it's a solid three Tobies uh, just because of, well, one, if you're going to give me the most Jews ever on The Walking Dead, like, here it is. So I'm happy. I'm happy on that one. First, almost, first there were almost no Jews, <laughs> and now lots yeah, of we, Jews. We've, we've gotten past the, we can only have one black guy thing that was going on for a while, so now we now, we, now we're now we're appeasing the other side of me. So, like, the show's really going out of its way at this point. Um, but... They, they know their demographics exactly. so well the, you. I mean, my, my rating comes in response to what Rich is saying. Like, I don't disagree that there are some issues here, but I do think the show, like, this isn't new for the show as far as pro- progress. It's not necessarily narrative progress which it does have its own issue but i do think there's character progress here there's stuff that we're learning about some of these people like we haven't had an episode focused on charlie so here's an episode focused on charlie um and you get some good john dorians i mean he's always great uh so uh, having that stuff that that gives me something to work with as far as who these people are and i mean you get what bo collins and um and Dwight, like, you get them stuff to do. As far as the overarching plot, it's just Logan. Like, that's what it's going to be at this point. Like, as we said, the episodes, they do tend to be more episodic these days. You can say the same about last week's episode. Last week didn't really move anything forward. He just had, like, new information about what's going on. And this is, it's less focused on, hey, now we're at this point. It's more focused on, okay, Logan's at the oil fields. But also, here's a bunch of character stuff. I like that. I do think there are issue, other issues with this episode that bog it down, just, like, a sense of place as far as where everybody is and just some basic logic stuff and, you know, things involving how they choose to present some of these characters. But I mean, it's, there's a greater good I can see going on here, especially with the concerted effort to show that these characters are trying to do the right thing any chance they can. And as I've been told, always do the right thing. So, I mean, it, it's work. It's, it's working well enough for me. I do think it's a little bit lower than the last couple episodes, uh, but I do still like overall, I did it enjoy watching this because again it was refreshing to see a rabbi so heavily involved in this episode but also just i do think it's well acted like the the stuff that works on this show generally still works this week so i'm happy with that so three toby's i too give it three toby's just because i i the show is like very uh divisive for me because i like the actors and i like the characters Okay, and I like the way a lot of the characters interact with one another. Especially, you know, like you said, Dillahine, uh, Jacobson in this episode, um, you know, uh, Lenny James, obviously, is Morgan. Uh, I'm, I'm getting more and more warm on Dwight. Um, but, like, I, I like the characters, but then I have problems with the, the actual, like, nuts and bolts of the show. You know what I mean? The actual, like, mechanical plot of the show, as opposed to these characters just interacting and doing cool stuff. You know what I mean? I hear you. Like, yeah. the, like you know, things things happen, and then the next episode goes on, and then there's no reference to them ever again. And that's okay. I'm, I'm fine with the one and done. But it just... I, I, I wish the, the writing and the pacing of the episodes were was on the par with the, the characterization and the dialogue. And that's why I'm kind of really split on the show. So I give, I'm going to go right down the middle and give it a three. But as everybody was fond of saying, uh, well, who cares what we think? Which is really odd to say because we just told you. But anyway, <laughs> I always wondered where that came from. But hey, who, I, who am I to question the that's a That's a Jordan from Jersey staple, I believe. Yeah, I think he started oh, that. Who am I to question the mighty Jordan from Austin, formerly of Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> Still love you, Jordan. Peace out, buddy. Uh, we only got two Toby ratings this week, people. What is the deal? Two? Two. Two. And one was Jeray Irving, and she promised to do one this week, so. Hopefully, uh, people will get into gear. I mean, there's a lot to talk about on the show, at, at very least, you know. Uh, she gives it four kosher caramel candles out of five. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode, despite how cheesy some of it was. 
we were given some character development, and I thought the rabbi was interesting and even a little creepy. Uh, looking forward to what goes down in Tank Town next week. And then Johnny Stower, a longtime contributor. Two recycled storylines out of five. Yeah, Johnny, that was my major beef with this episode. I like the new rabbi guy. I don't like his storyline. Really? The whole parish dies and keeps him around? I know the showrunners are young, so maybe they were little kids when Father gave me story. <laughs> I'm really trying to be positive about the show, but honestly, I just want the season to end and bring Parent Show back. Uh, so thanks for writing in, guys. Uh, hopefully more of you contribute you know, next week. We only have about, what, a month until the, until the regular show. Well, there's right. four more of this one, so... Yeah, it's about a month, so it makes sense. Most of Sundays. So, uh, I guess that wraps it up for the old podcast this week. Uh, Aaron, you want to tell everybody where you can be found on the interwebs? You can find me at a number of places. I co-host a podcast called Out Now with Aaron and Abe, featuring me and my co-host Abe. We talk about the weekly movie releases and a lot of other fun stuff. We just wrapped up the summer with a competition that we have every year going over the uh, highest grossing films at the summer box office, um, which is a fun way to recap the summer at the movies as well. So that's a fun episode that's going to come up probably before this episode even came up. So it's already out there on iTunes. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff that we do on that show. Um, I write over at we live entertainment.com. I am currently covering preacher in addition to film reviews throughout the week. Um, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. How about you, Mr. Rich, the Chub Toad Show? Yeah, I am at Chub Toad Zero One on all the socials. You can find me on this podcast, occasionally on this network, on the Taylor Network, um, but mostly just at Chub Toad Zero One. And you can catch me on the Taylor Network Podcast.com every week on Nothing's On. Me, uh, Donnie Salvo, uh, and Daryl Taylor cover the week in entertainment news as only we can at 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, well, no, it's not, because it's a really good show. We put we put a lot of fun into that, and a lot of people listen to it and enjoy it. So please become one of those people. Listen and enjoy. Uh, Old Magic Gaming, the channel on SoundCloud and the channel on iTunes, has our whole backlog of D&D live adventures with you know background music, sound effects, voice modulation, fun stuff to make it a little more listenable. And uh, we will be doing a relaunch soon on, uh, on the website to back all that up. Also, you can check me out on Fiverr. I'm Jim Deeds, uh 540 all one word. Uh, if you want me to do some voiceover work or some podcast editing or some video cast editing, uh, I am up for all those. I'm available to be uh, to do any of those gigs uh, for a very reasonable fee. So just check me out on Fiverr.com. And follow me on Twitter at Yoda Jones if you want to hear a lot of uh, rambling. So, until next week, there's no more room in the hell and the dead walk the earth. Remember, it's probably because of the bottomless mimosas. <laughs> Bye now. Adios.